Consider yourselves hashtag blessed because you've just stumbled across the Gay Agenda YYC, a podcast that spills the tea on all things LGBT and Q in the Calgary area. So join me at the Gay Agenda YYC and the squad hashtag trademark as we solve all your first world gay probs one hashtag at a time. Hey, 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 welcome once again to another super fantastic episode of The Gay Agenda YYC. It is I, still alive! I know, can you even believe it? It is uh, Gay Yoda YYC. Uh, Last time you heard of me, I was going to a party and then I could have literally been abducted, killed, or sold into slavery because you haven't heard from me since. Honestly, it's because I caught some dire cold. It was either cholera or... What's that other one that was almost common in the uh, 16th century? No, I've got nothing. I want to say that it was um, the consumption, but I think I actually had that in January. (laughs) So it wasn't that. Um, I'm not a doctor, so I can't actually uh, diagnose myself. I'd use WebMD for that. (laughs) But honestly, I was just talking to my good... Oh, by the way, my good friend James is here from... um, from Fab, so we are actually going to be breaking down my great time at Baracus. But I just wanted to, which this is why it's been so long between the actual event and the recap is not because I was dead, and it was not because I had actually caught COVID. Because I was hoping that it was COVID, that way I could say I finally got COVID, but I still haven't got COVID. So what the hell have I been doing? Yes, that's right. I've been following BC's guidelines and only using a glory hole for sex. Hmm. So with that all being said, how you doing, James? <laughs> wow. That was uh. an intro. <laughs> uh, Terry, I'm doing great. Thanks for having um, having me back. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I've been looking forward to this episode because I hear you've taken notes and I'm really kind of curious as to what your Baracus experience mm-hmm. was like. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is kind of inside view, outside view, episode two. Okay. I do want to say, okay, so in case, you, in case you're like hidden under a rock and didn't listen to last week's episode, then poor you. Hmm. It was I, um, the loner, trying to go to a, an event that I have not gone to a party on this scale in so long. Um, I, I want to say over two years. I have not been in a room with this many people in so long. It was insane, but... I, I did. Uh, it was enjoyable, but it was overwhelming at times. Yeah. So, I and, and I will get into that. So, Baracus is the yearly event held by Fab. It's Correct. their yearly one of their yearly fundraisers yep. for all of the bears and people who like bears to come and party yep. and enjoy themselves. It was held on May Long weekend, right? Yes. Sir. Yes. Um, it, it was. It's a full weekend event. Four days long, actually. Yeah, which I'm surprised you lasted yourself. You lasted I can't it. tell you. I Wait till you get to my breakdown yeah. as to how little sleep I got. Because <laughs> literally, I did just that evening because uh, I had another engagement that I had to do the day before. But uh, even just that evening, I, and I was like exhausted. Well, whenever time you guys finished, I don't know if it was two or if it was four. And then to turn around and having to do brunch again at 11, I... No, no way. I don't even think I woke up after that. I'm like, fuck this. I just... Yeah. <clears throat> oh, wait. No, I actually had to work the next day. But I think it was like at noon or something. So I was okay. And then it was like a day or two after that that I started getting this itchy, scratchy throat. And I'm like, oh, God. I just got like, what... What do you get? Syphilis? Chlamydia? Something? Ah! Who knows? Oral gonorrhea. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't care. Who knows? It's like the throat herp. Uh, but no, it, it was um, definitely uh, trichinosis. No, that's from pork. It, it was just, yeah, it was my sickness and that just never fully went away. So uh, if I start hacking out a lung, I'm going to get James to take over while I uh, pass out on the floor. <laughs> and then he can serenade you with some interesting tidbits. Okay, so you had your Friday, you know, you had your Thursday launch party thing, right? Uh, pre-launch, so we kind of um, crashed the karaoke mm-hmm. at the back lot. Yeah, we affectionately renamed it Barioke. Of course, of course. And 
I sang for the first time in public. Shut up. In well over 20 years. Yeah. And it was empowering. I was really, you know, I don't know. I just um, found the right song. Mm -hmm. And it was, I was feeling it, man, when I was in the middle of it. So, yeah. Um, I know uh, everyone always asks me if I want to go to karaoke. I call it scaryoke because mm. I do not do that kind of shit. Uh, but I, however, same things like I haven't done it in so long. I remember the last song I ever sung at karaoke, and it was Stevie Nicks "Edge of 17. Hmm. So and you were eighteen. Um, no, I was in my twenties. <laughs> uh, however, so that song always will have a special place in my heart. But mm. I just. Um, in a room full of drunk straight men having me singing Edge mm. of 17 it was it was quite a a sight to be seen mm. uh but it was fun nonetheless uh okay so you survived your your karaoke event i did and then got home probably about midnight on thursday hey that's an early night for except that when you have to load in to start <laughs> your big weekend at event uh i was up at 8 a.m starting to load Mm -hmm. all the prepared stuff that we had in the garage and in the warehouse to move into the event so i could arrive at the mandami opera center at uh, 10 Mm a.m um just just for my knowledge the anal balloons were they uh, blown up at the time or was that a pre-made anus we created (laughs) the sphincter arch uh, on site. Okay, wow. And I can that was tell, talent. Did I ever tell you where that inspiration came from? Mm-mm. So, I don't know if you remember um, Robin Williams in Patch Adams, the movie. Uh, I remember Patch Adams, okay, yes. So okay, so there's one part where he had to, as a student or resident doctor, had to host a gynecology a conference and mm-hmm. all the gynecologists had to walk into the building and they walked through these legs with a big open vagina. Gotcha. Okay. I decided. Thank that you for our, not making us walk through a vagina. No, I decided, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at, uh, at Baracus, the most appropriate way to get into the back room was through Uranus. Yes. And, and it definitely worked. I think everyone, everyone, I was excited even when I saw it. I was like, wow, this is a beautiful butthole. And we used it actually as the background for the Friday evening <laughs> yes, mixer, which I, that's why I already knew it was there because yeah. we had I'd seen it in the pictures, yeah. and everyone was like all going then, and I thought that was a great it was it was it was, it was a great backdrop. Thank you. So so the Friday night mixer, and I know I even actually a lot of my friends um, like on Insta and the Twits had commented they said we had a lot of fun on the Friday night mm-hmm. one, so, so we can't wait for Saturday night. I appreciate that feedback. Um, I think one of the things, one of the challenges was that the fab board for the Calgary uh, community, which ran Baracus, uh, six of the eight of us Mm -hmm. were brand new. So Mm -hmm. we didn't really have a framework of a lot of history we could draw on. And so, you know, you kind of look at it and think, oh, you're doing this right. Mm -hmm. But I I really wanted the Friday night mixer to be an interactive time. And so we used the fifth element as our theme. We had Anxiety as our drag queen. She had her little entourage. And we created these um, interactive puzzle games that we just pop up every so often. All of a sudden, the Fifth Element theme music would play oh. and Anne would come out and get the crowd going on another puzzle. Mm-hmm. And it was a good way for the guys that's, to mix. Okay, that's cool. In hindsight now, what I look at for on, the, on the Friday Night Mixer was it really does provide a different style of event for a different part of our community. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people that came out on the Friday night were really just glad to have a space to chill, have fun, mm-hmm. talk, hang out. It wasn't so as intense as a dance might yes. be yep. type of idea. So mm-hmm. I'm really glad and I really feel like we pulled that one off. But the interesting thing by measure of its success, uh, though veterans of running Baracus said to us, "Well, wow, people sure stayed late. Where normally they would head out at eleven thirty, we were booting them out the door at two a.m. Hey, that is a and good I got thing. the keys, yeah. and I'm last out. Yeah, so I'm now leaving. Right, load yeah. in at ten a.m. out the door at two thirty a.m. Yep, and we had to flip for the next event at nine thirty the of next morning. Yeah, so yeah." Because the next event after that, was that the kink event? Or yeah, that... we had an afternoon called King Stellation. Mm-hmm. So it's the different variations of uh, the look at the kink community. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, and that's, I think, as grandiose and as um, 
just so large and jam-packed that this weekend is, if you're only running it with a certain select amount of people, that is exhausting. Yeah. Like, I know... I, I remember everyone always complaining about, like, uh, bars and stuff that do any kind of pride function. It's the same kind of thing. You're going until 3 a.m. and then having to do things, and especially if you're pride... Um, Saturday night and then have to go to the parade the next morning, that kind of thing. But that's only like a one-day cycle. You were doing it for like three days. We were. And the, and the transition between these two was going from a cabaret-style drag show interactive time to a complete teardown and yeah. setup of a, of a kink demos yeah. and pop-up store and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. How did that? How did the kink-spiration thing actually go? Yeah. Kinkstillation was a great... A great success. It was our first time collaborating with another part of our community. Calpa mm -hmm. was uh, joined us through that, uh, and as a result, we actually had uh, the first time as well too for Baracus to have a mixed gender uh, context mm -hmm. uh, because, uh, as we've noted on the previous one, uh, Fab itself is created as a safe space for people who identify as male. Um, and, uh, you know, this, the installation part, because we had Calpa part of it, we were welcoming our other, uh, queer brothers and sisters into our space yep. for that time. Um, there was some great, uh, demos, uh, conversations and demos on waxing, on bondage, on mummification, yep. on flogging. Um, I got my, I got my boots, boot blacked, mm -hmm. never had that done before. Yep. It was delightful you know i'm wearing my shoes and somebody's massaging them with these oils and cleaners and then they're paying such attention to the details of repairing any little flaws it was really an exercise of love on their part and wow. my feet loved it yeah so wow. it was really i enjoyed that thoroughly hmm. um there was a gear exchange which was really well uh received um and in fact what was interesting is that people said had I known that I could have bought even more stuff, yes. right? So there would have even been a, a larger profile to that. Um, yeah, great event. Good and it was kind of a nice way to hang out on a Saturday afternoon well, and in get, gear, yeah, and getting I think, flogged. Again, it's it's a different, um, it's like, as you say, it's, an, it's an inaugural event. Holy Lord. Um, and it's it brought a different aspect to the community. Mm. So it's not something you always do. And it is a good way to sometimes just be able to interact with other people in a in a way that isn't like again not going to the bar and everything like that. It's very it's very difficult to go be into a kink slash fetish situation without going to a kink slash fetish event event or this is, club yeah. or no, at right. someone's house that is a Mr. Leather. Like it's very... And th this really gave people an opportunity to be curious. Yes. Kind of like, mm -hmm. I've always kind of wondered about that, you know, or yes. how does that happen? So yeah. literally having, you know, people who are kind of experts in their field of kink doing demonstrations um, up on a stage, you know, having interaction, uh, conversation with people in the audience um, and then an opportunity to mingle afterwards certainly broadened the mind i'm sure of a few people yes and i think it's again i think i did hear um from some people that did go to that event as well and it was the same kind of thing that they did it, it's it was nice to be able to see people out there in their community that they hadn't met or if they were just you know dipping their toe into kink or they were kink adjacent mm -hmm. that it, this was something that they could just take a peek at and yep. not have to like dive into it's very it's very difficult just to not jump into head first yep. uh, a full kink situation it it actually for me it made it kind of gave me this feeling like okay honestly james what's next yep. like I, I we had when i was president of uh, fairy tales now queer uh, calgary queer arts society we used to do um the friday night uh after film event was a kink event. And again, it was all tutorials and that kind of stuff. Um, just between you and me and then all your listeners. And everyone else, yeah. Right. Um, I'm like, I'm ready now to lean into this. Mm -hmm. So who knows? Maybe I'll throw a kink yeah. event. Why not? Not a kink stellation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, you know, there's certain aspects of that I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Why not? Yeah, sure. 
it's no secret that the in the past year I've definitely had my eyes opened to uh, many aspects of the sex sexual gay community and mm. just the LGBTQ community at large. Um, kink is a big thing, and kink is something that you know when done right, and most times it is. It is a very pleasurable thing for both parties. So why not? Come on, kids, just it's, um... get it on. It's the diversity. Yeah. And it's, you're allowed to do whatever you want to do. So then after that, you might have, you did not be able to nap at all because it was right into setting up for the main event. Transition number three. Yeah. At this mm -hmm. point. Which sure, was. On the entire kink event. <laughs> and now uh, setting the stage for the big dance. Yes. So the big, uh, the big event for Baracus was Bears in Space, the big dance. Yep. Yeah. Um, which is what I went to. And I, I want to say, like, I'd actually, so I'd never actually been to the, um, the opera center yes. either. Yes. Even though I lived across the street from it for three years. It probably felt too churchy. Yes. So I just, I never went in. Um, but no, it was a very nice place. It was very, it was very, I don't know. I want to say, like, I, you can tell that it was like built in like the twenties or thirties. Am I like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm on the house there? Yeah. Uh, cause it, it had that feeling to it. So. So I, I, I very much enjoyed it. So it was a good place and, to be. And I think we talked about that in episode one, mm -hmm. uh, back when we were together last cough, time. Cough, shameless plug. Uh, about, um, uh, about the idea of this really being a historic church building. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now you've had a chance to actually mm -hmm. appreciate walking into that space thinking, holy fuck, this yep. is like a bunch of gay, horny men mm -hmm. in a space locked down for themselves, yep. getting to do whatever they want. In an old church yep. that still has dedication plaques yep. on the wall. It was wild. It was wild. Yeah. Um, I think, so I, I, I walk in and then, um, so I need to get my tickets, get my drink tickets, put my jacket away, do all the things. So it was good. And then um, I, th I think I met you and I met um, Alex <laughs> right away. And... You took me on the tour, and I was actually glad that you took me on the tour when uh, there was hardly anyone there. I, I don't know why. I showed up uh, very early, apparently. I forgot what Not gay time very was gay. like. Yeah, like I forgot. For, and I was like, I think the, the party started, what was it? Like, was it 8 Nine o'clock was, nine, was nine? when the doors opened. Yeah. Okay. I was like 9.45. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I definitely had not perfected my gay time on that one. Mm-hmm. But still, I should have known. There were still some people there, and it was good. Of course. So yeah, you took me on a little tour, which is good. I'm glad that I had the tour of the back room when no one was in there, and I didn't have to worry about meeting mm -hmm. someone that I'd seen before. Although you really can't because it was a dark room, but that's kind of the mystery, but whatever. Uh, I just, I think it was, um, it was good, though. And just to be able to be there and enjoy the space and then watch it fill up mm. like that i think to me was one of the most like one of the craziest things i'd seen mm -hmm. like, like i said i hadn't been to a large event in so long that i am used to uh if i go to an event like say if it's kinetic or anything it's like 100 150 people whatever this you guys i don't know what the capacity was but you maxed it out there was so many people there and it, it just Every time that I felt like there was just too many people, there just became more people. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! I just get used to it, and then there's just more, and it just it kept on coming, like, yeah, it, it in waves, and it just kept on filling out. But I, I think the greatest thing that I noticed is the amount of people that I actually knew. Hmm. That I, I, because I don't think I ever know people out in the real world. Hmm. I, I very much know people from. Uh, the interwebs and online and everything like that. But in real life, uh, it was it's, it's such a different game for me. But no, I I know a lot of people. Like the, one of the um, the people you had work in the door. We were we've been friends for a bit, and we've been talking. And then there was like I knew the bartender, and then I knew all these other people. And I'm like, mm -hmm. my God, I actually do know people out in this world, and I Very don't cool. have to be Daryl from. Milwaukee, who was, who was I supposed <laughs> to be? I couldn't even remember. <laughs> um, I just so yes, it was very. It was that in itself was exciting for me, um, and then at least then I uh, was able to 
because I didn't bring my husband because I wanted to experience it by myself. Sure. And it's not his thing. But again, I'm a very not a social butterfly. So I glommed on to like literally like some of the few people that I did know mm-hmm. that I have hung out with outside of any kind of thing. My old neighbors showed up. So I'm like, oh, thank God you're here. I'm just going to hang with you guys all night. Um, so thank you for to Brett and Andre for actually saving my life that night. Hmm. Um, I was able to be with that, but and then go f- kind of float off and see other people. I definitely went outside to take uh, air breaks every once in a while just to regroup and then have to go back in there and deal with just like the waves of insanity that were there. But I'm everything that I experienced there was I thought was amazing. Thank you. Like it was very. Uh, it seemed everyone was in a positive attitude. Everyone seemed upbeat. Everyone seemed happy. Um, it did seem a little frantic, but I think it's, again, because everything was just happening all at the same time. And again, it, I obviously wasn't the only person feeling it where uh, you aren't used to being in a room with this many people, especially over the past two years. Like, this is a lot of people's first uh, it does, foray it, after COVID. And it can feel very, like, surreal. It's kind of like there's that juxtaposition of feeling very familiar. This is what life is as we've experienced it. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, a little bit like waking up from a coma thinking, did I miss something? Was this, you know, kind of idea. And so there is that, you know, that juxtaposition between having to kind of be indoors. And now all of a sudden you're out back to normal, if you want to call it. But it was interesting. It was actually my first event. Where I didn't have responsibilities. It's not fun. Um, it was really good. Um, I was uh, relying on some definite additional medical support uh-huh. um, to make my evening that much better. And without a doubt, it was it was really interesting <laughs> living my own ex- my own event uh, from the position of a participant. Yes, because I had a. Um, we have as as uh, event lead. I mean, as a, as a weekend lead, uh, or I, I lead the whole Calgary group. Um, it is uh, you know you have somebody kind of leading each of these events, mm-hmm. and this was really the first time where it was kind of like I got to hand over you to somebody else. I got to be a participant yep. and kind of dig in right with the crowd and, and enjoy all aspects yes. of uh, the evening. So yeah, yep. it was good. Um, I do remember meeting you the second time around after you've done a lot of the uh, of your touring and you may or may not have been 100% sober at the time. <laughs> I just <laughs> I I'm going to say no. I don't remember sober until and and this is, you know, a different kind of sober. I don't remember being normal again until um you know, I mean, I'll say that the event for us uh, we turned on the lights, I think, around 2.30, yeah. where we're kicking people out of the back room and, you know, kind of shutting the DJ down. By 5.30, mm-hmm. we had the place finally stripped down, yeah. packed up, yeah. loaded into the truck, moved it all back to my residence, put it into the garage, 6 a.m. It's one of those things where it's like, oh my God, it's as bright as it is midday mm-hmm. and I'm just getting home. Yeah. You know, crawl into bed, and then we are back at craft for brunch Yeah, hours later. I just, yeah. <clears throat> if anyone hasn't told you, I th- I think from even what I saw, you put on a spectacular party. Thank you. So all the work that you g- did do, I hope it has, um, it had paid off for well, and, you what know, you're wanting it to Great do. team. And yeah. one of the things that we did that went beyond Baracus was uh, Hubby and I then hosted my entire team over at our place on Sunday evening mm-hmm. for another barbecue and hot tub party. God, send them home. till 3 o'clock you in the morning. You sleep. Oh, my God. So my Baracus ended on Monday oh, at 3. Not uh, oh, yeah, it was the long weekend, so you're allowed to do that, right? Okay. Um, I just, yeah, that's a little not too much for me. man. Yeah, I'm, I, I wouldn't have done it. I would have been, I'm sorry, it's 10 o'clock. You need to go. <laughs> yeah. I think, okay, so with that, before yeah. I get into um, any of uh, my experiences, my notes that I've got here, we are going to take a quick break. Sounds good. We are going to let James hop on Grinder um, mm. to find himself a sugar cub. No, 
you probably don't need to. You don't need anyone to pay for you. No, no. Um, just knowing that Daddy is available makes them all happy. <laughs> that's true. They do run. They flock to Daddy. That is a hashtag that I think I'm going to start uh, trending. Um, we will be right back. So give us a second. Okay, and we are back. Um, so, FYI, when James opens Grinder, uh, y'all may as well just hide because he got so many goddamn messages. It was ridiculous. I was like, I'm here too, whores. <laughs> but no, whatever. So, we just kind of quickly recapped what the actual weekend was like at Baracus. So, if you haven't, if you weren't listening, which doesn't make any sense, uh, it is, it was long, it was tiring, James got no sleep. And but I think everyone also had a really really good time. Um, and what about you? That's what I was about to say. When I got home, I was very smart and I took some copious notes as to what happened. Because uh, <laughs> again, as I am getting in my advanced years, I think that things went differently than I actually remember them. So I made sure to make uh, to, to make some notes of the important things and that happened. I think it's important <clears throat> to know I've not seen your notes, so no. my replies will be completely yes. unsolicited. <clears throat> okay, um, this is actually one of my... Um, this is one of my favorites. Um, okay, so uh, I want to talk about another man, another person named James who was there. He was a, little, he was a shy little outgoing cub he was wearing lights on a harness. He was all blinky. He was he was very he was very bright, very bold, but he was also very socially awkward. It, it was I just thought it was really really funny that he was very he seemed so outgoing, but he was also very uh, internalized, and you could see he was an introvert, very very much trying to interact and be that person. Mm-hmm. Um, I told him that I wished. He could be the person I needed me to be back when I was his age. Because hmm. um, I I saw it. I definitely saw him in me. Me and him. Not in a sexual way. Um, but, like, if I could have been like him when I was his age. And actually still try to be out and be very... Uh, ener- be optimistic and energetic even though it was very difficult and was still an, a- an anxiety-ridden struggle... I just wanted to let, like, I wanted to let him know, and all the other James that were like that in their twenties know that it's amazing when you're like that because it's a very many. It takes years of <laughs> of retrospective back thinking to realize what where you are in your thirties and your forties, yeah. and just trying to be able to be like him. If I was like that way back when, it would have saved me a whole bunch of stuff. Um, a note on that. Yep. I think what's interesting is that one characteristic behind Barakis is the opportunity to kind of lean into the theme yeah. and to dress up. Yep. And I think sometimes that, like puppies express when they put on their hood, they evolve into a different personality. Um, having a space where you can actually dress up a bit can help push the introvert yes. a little bit further yes. and make them feel Definitely. like... You know, no, this is just me. Yep. This is my Superman yep. outfit, you know, kind of. And I completely understand that because I agree and I fully uh, embrace that because whenever, and I've had this conversation, I believe, with you before, that when I put on my gay agenda YYC costume, mm-hmm. I do become the gay agenda and I am not this person in real life. I hear. Like, I am. This is the per- uh, more and more. This is the person that I want to be in in my life, but it's still very difficult. But mm. it's easy for me when it's behind a microphone or mm. when it's on social media. But when you meet me in real life, it's very different. And actually, that's something that I'm going to be getting into. Go for it. Um, okay, so I told him. He, so I told him I wish that I. He, oh my god, this just was a drunken mess when I wrote it. I told him that I wished he could be the person I needed me to be back when I was his age, but he was too drunk to understand. Um, so, other James, baby James, if you're listening, I'm proud of you, 
And mm. I think you need to know that. Mm. But I told him I was proud of him that he was able to overcome his social anxiety and be so outgoing. He didn't know how to accept that. So he just said, oh, my cab's here and walked away. Mm. So and, and I get I get that. I cannot take a compliment worth shit. So uh, I can you can hurl negative negativity at me. Uh, you can you can cut me down. You can do whatever, and I will be right back and deflect it and stand back up to it. If you give me positives or if you give me affirmations, affirmations or any kind of accolades, I don't know how to accept that. Mm. So I, I, he was me in that moment where I don't know what to say. Uh, so I'm just gonna walk away. Uber. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, thanks for that. And then yeah, so it was just so funny, and I'm just like, my God. And but it was it was, it was so. Um, it was just so weird because he was there and he was very much flirting with me again at, um, at his age, I would never have been able to do that. Mm. Like just, and again, yes, I know he was extremely drunk. He probably had like three Zimas and again, you're probably too young if you do not understand what that (laughs) reference was. (laughs) Um, but yeah, he was like standing, he got, as, as he talked, he got closer and closer and closer to my face. He was touching my chest. He was like putting his hands on my shoulders as he was like two inches away from my nose. And I'm still trying to talk to him and have an actual conversation. And But uh, I think it's because I was uh, trying to talk to him and not just like going in to make out with him that he just didn't know what to do. Yeah, so I was, uh, yeah, I thought that was, I was quite... Uh, amused by that Hmm. Um, so with that um, something that is on there that for once in uh, it it doesn't happen very often but um, I actually felt attractive for at that event because of all the attention yeah it's um, it's not something that I'm used to just because that's the way I feel and that's the way again I perceive myself on we talked about this yes right? going it, it, into the event yeah, yeah. it's kind of like ah. yeah i know and then i was worried about it but um no i did i felt attractive there was a lot of people that were there again it's it's the bear community so it's people who are bears or like bears and i always forget that they're those people that like bears and they like who i am and who we are and uh i just again i didn't know how to accept that for face value when it happened because of myself. Again, that's just um, issues and feelings that I need to deal with that everyone has to deal with some shit. And this is part of mine. Um, But yeah, it was, it was very strange. It was one of those, that's why I think it was such a good night is because for uh, uh, one brief moment in time, I, I felt like a Cinderella story. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Um, And for once I'm not like the evil stepmother. It's great. Uh, I just, I felt good about myself. And I, even though I was in, it was a semi-tight shirt and like short shorts and everything. I just, I still felt good and I felt cute. And I felt there is, and I think I've talked about it before that I do enjoy people um, liking me for my sense of humor, liking me for my intelligence. I just want some people to like me because I am a sexual being right i just i want people to find me attractive yeah and it's um it's sometimes difficult well you know and and to the core this is why bears created their own space because sadly community back then had a and we talked about this Mm -hmm. the amber crombie and finch i I actually watched the documentary after Mm -hmm. we got Mm -hmm. to the last time um you know and and that idea that ideal of what attractive meant and uh, to create a safe space for people to be themselves without apology and then for you to experience that yeah. in a way that actually was what it's intended to yeah. be is is quite happy yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's great yep and, and that's and i know that that's exactly what this whole community is all about but to never have actually experienced it before hmm. and kind of just dive headfirst into it again this is one of those things and it was just really weird um what i did what i had noticed is going up to this i was actually talking to a few members of fab on insta and on twitter and whatever Mm. so then going and actually meeting them there 
I was, again, um, cranked to 11 as, oh. because, uh, as the gay agenda, yep. because they know me yep. as the gay agenda in, as this persona. So it's easy for me to like go attack them and then I can be this guy yep. with them. But if it was just so any like Joe Schmuck, it's, I'd be like, Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, like just it's so bad. I just I don't understand why um, I actually uh, <clears throat> why I deal like this. I don't mm. know. One thing that I do want to say, and it it was honestly the uh, the pinnacle of my night was that multiple people came up to me to say that they listened to the podcast Ooh. and that they love it and they listen to it religiously. And they just wanted to let me know that uh, I am like, and they're, they're validating me and they're validating my work. And literally, I think I was already like two drinks in on one of them. And I almost started crying because it, 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 it's such a, it's such a big deal for me to know that what I'm actually saying is breaking through and making people think about everything. Like I, I can just sit here all day and talk dick, dick, dick. Like that is fine. But it, when people actually come up to me and say, "I like I love what you say," hmm. and I I'm a fan and I listen to everyone, and I'm like I was I don't know what to say, but thank you it's, for shit like that. I was like, it's amazing. That, it's a very vulnerable moment yes. in a sense of, you know, to get that type of affirmation, which is a kind of a core thing of who we are. Mm -hmm. um, but to be able to kind of step out from behind the microphone. Yeah. Right into space that isn't yours to control, yep. and to be vulnerable to what people will say or not say. Yes, I actually I think I I did. Um, I wrote a, I put a different note because I thought about it later. Um, but in regards to that, and it's something that I had noticed that like everyone knows me personally now mm. because I'm an idiot and freely share all of my personal information on my podcast, it's like uh, everyone knows every single detail of my life. Mm. And so when these people come up and they say, Oh my God, I love your podcast and love everything it is about it. And they I can recite personal details like, okay, uh, do we know each other? Like, huh. have we actually had sex before? Huh. I don't remember if you do. I'm so sorry. I just, it's so weird for me that, it kind of feel. I, I, I'm not saying like I'm uh, by far. I'm not a celebrity, but it kind of feels like celeb status mm. because people know who I am. And this this is the reason I'm bringing all this up is because I never would have got this if I didn't go to Baracus. Mm. Like if I didn't go to this like to these kinds of events yep. and actually get my ass out and into the public yep. to actually be with my throngs of tens of fans. Like it's. It's just mind-boggling oh. that... So not only was I feeling physically attractive there, I was feeling emotionally attached yeah. and uh, socially interwoven into everything. Like, people... It was like, I knew this guy over here. I've never met him in my life, but he knows my life story mm. and he appreciates me and likes what I do. It's It was just... I don't know. Like... That kind of thing. It was just amazing. I remember, you know, throughout my career, often needing to do public speaking. And, uh, you know, when you're done and you kind of make your way to the back of a crowd, back of the room, there's that sense of nakedness, of vulnerability. And it's like, all I ever want to do is just kind of crawl under a rock mm -hmm. or Uber's here. Yeah, you yeah, know, exactly. kind of idea. Uh, and, you know, but instead to actually have to lean in and, and interact with people. Yeah. And be vulnerable to the point of them being able to say, if they say anything, yeah. will it be affirming? And when they do, it's kind of like, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And, and Exactly. And it's, uh, I don't know. Um, one of the last ones I got here, it, someone came up to me and asked me how it felt to be um, a top tier gay because of the fame and um, star power that I was experiencing at this venue and sorry babe I was too high to realize all of this <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Mr. Moment. Right? But no, no, it's fine. And But I kept, that's what I mean. Like, I kept all of it. Like, I was just absorbing it and just living in the moment and all this. But yeah, it's like people, other people were noticing that, you know, they're like, oh my God, that's blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, we love you. We love you. Hi. Hi. Yeah. So it's like paparazzi everywhere. Flash, flash. <laughs> and... But sorry, that was just the lights on the damn. Oh, yeah, no, damn it. I was either that or else the, the LSD was giving flashbacks again. Yeah, that starburst. Yes, effect. right, exactly. Yeah. Um, anyone else from not from the seventies wouldn't understand that either. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's like uh, the big difference for me is going from two two plus years ago going to a venue and no one knowing me. Hmm. Like, and I'm okay with that. I'm a wallflower. Mm. I just sit there. And I think you actually came. I love watching. Yes, you came up to me and they're like, are you, you said, are you having a good time? I'm sitting here just people watching because that's yeah. still what I do. I am literally like, like the wart on beside the butthole because I'm right beside the butthole <laughs> when it's happening. You're checking to see who's going in yeah, and out. Yeah, like war. <laughs> yeah. You weren't wearing that on the way in. No, exactly. <laughs> that is his jockstrap. Um, so, but yeah, you, yeah, are you having fun? I'm like, yes, I'm having fun. I love to people watch. Yeah, it's I what I do. I just sit there, like I, I literally, like I double fist my drink and just sit and watch everybody. And I think that's actually when people were like, they saw me alone, so they felt like, like they thought it was. Mm. It, it's a good time to come up to me and tell me. Hey, I like you. Hey, yeah, yeah. hey, you're doing good. Hey, you're cute. Hey, how's it going? Who are you? Been here before? And like all these things. And I'm like, shut up, people. I am just like, I'm in my zone. And I'm like, and at the same time, of course, I am like mad tweeting and, and Instagramming and doing all this stuff. But yeah, and it was just, uh, it was just so wild. I just, it was surreal. Um one of the last notes that I have on here, because it's a funny anecdote. I was um, I was with some friends, and then one of the bears came up and was like, "Huggy, huggy with this with this one here." You, you bears, very affectionate. Tend to be. Yes, exactly. Touchy. PDA feeling. is not yeah. something we hold back on. Um. So, they're <laughs> so they're meeting there. They're, they're talking, 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 and. Um, then they turn to me and they're like, oh, have you met my friend Terry? And I'm like, we have met. And he's like, he was like, we have? Um, he's like, you look familiar. I'm like, oh, yeah, we go long back, like 10 years ago. He's like, oh, I don't remember that. I'm like, that's okay. Um, and, of course, that was when I'm like, I am one of those people. We had totally slept together. Huh? We hooked up a few times over the course of a summer 10, 12 years ago. Hmm. Uh, so... I am okay with him not remembering. I'm like, whatever. It's, it's a long while back. Who mm. knows how many. But uh, me, with my didactic memory, I know. I remember every guy that I've ever slept with because that's just what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was funny that all of this <clears throat> brouhaha with, like, you know, um, the podcast and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And then this guy who I actually have been physically intimate with and all that has no idea who I am. Mm. I'm like, yeah, that's right. That that, that okay, feels a good story. Yes, that feels exactly what I needed in not my night to turn out to be. <laughs> okay, so how about you? Because you said you had thoughts on how the night went. You know, for it was an interesting journey for me because there are times when I'm like that other dude who thinks I'm in a space with too many people. Mm-hmm. You know, and we try to create uh, quiet zones with within. And, you know, in hindsight, looking back, uh, you know, as the person, kind of the creator behind the event. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to provide in the future uh, a little bit more mm-hmm. of that. I had board privilege. We had a room where the board could go yeah. to just shut the lights off, to disconnect and if it hadn't been for that, I yeah. don't know. Maybe it was also because, you know, no sleep for four days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I appreciate having that. And I think I want to make sure that there's more of that in the future in terms of having that. Mm-hmm. And it's always that struggle, you know, as, as an event planner, you want people out on the dance floor. You don't want them hiding in corners. But yeah. I did. I captured that op- that experience of needing to 
disconnect for a moment and just, yeah. you know, kind of find my space so that I could kind of venture back into the very happy chaos. Uh, but I just don't, I don't want it, I don't want to say that it's going to be a, uh, it's not going to be an every time event. I think, again, it's because we have been, we've had such a traumatic experience for the past two years. Mm. And a lot of it is we, we have definitely reverted into solitude for a lot of it because that is, we were either forced to do it or it was just what was mandated or suggested or it's what was going to keep us alive. Mm. So having all these people around us is going to be anxiety ridden because we were told that it's terrible for us and everything, the whole society is going to collapse. So I think just for, it's a right now thing that you need that space. Mm. Cause I know for me, at least I was able to just, I go outside, right? I go outside. I do a little vaping cause I'm a hipster. And then, uh, I'm good, and then I'll talk to other people that are out there, other drunken smokers, which is always uh, an interesting experience, anyways. And then go back in when I'm ready. I just, uh, I think it's, and I noticed it for myself that I was going out quite often, only because I, um, again, I'm not used to that many people around me. But when I was at the bar, like I would never have to go out that many times, except go for a smoke every like. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Again, I oh God, I just realized that I haven't actually gone to a club or a bar since I've stopped smoking. So, hmm. and that is eight years ago now. So hmm. this that's why this was a little difficult for me. It's yeah, it's okay, I haven't done it in so long. But I think there was one different note for the two of us in terms of experience is that I didn't just hang out at the entrance to the. Yeah, you actually did partake in I did. all of the um, many things that had... Uh, and it was fun kind of engineering that space mm-hmm. and then seeing it in its full action. Yep. It gave me a, an appreciation, okay. you know, as a creator to say, yeah, that worked. And yep. There was one element that, you know, looked at it and went, no, we're going to do that differently yes. next year yep. kind of idea. But it was, um, yeah, it was good. So. I think I, I kind of want to just um, circle the wagons back to when you said you, you're worried, not worried, but because the most of the board was new this year, that you were you had these ideas that may or may not have worked in the past. But again, most of the board is new. You've got fr- you can have fresh ideas. It's a fresh viewpoint. It you can put to, things together. In different ways, just because things have been done before, doesn't mean things don't yeah, no, we, can't be done different. Without right? a doubt, yeah. Um, and I think what's interesting is, is that because we have a fairly uh, new board, and new boards tend to be around for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no retirements going on, no exhaustion, mm-hmm. exhaustion yet. Uh, we're already planning Bracas 2023 and yep. 2024 Good and 2025. Lord. My hole's not ready. Uh, in terms of, you know, we've got a lot of creative ideas. Instead of just having one place to pin it, we're going to create a few paths and start to kind of look at different things that we can do. Um, I would personally hope that, you know, we can get to Bracas being a destination event for Alberta, mm-hmm. uh, for Calgary, where people will plan the May long weekend and want to come to town. Yep. And be a part of that. We're actually going to look for a uh, we're, for twenty twenty three. We're looking for a venue. We have a venue search committee. Uh, as much as the Mandemi is awesome, um, we're looking to see if there are spaces that can give us a little bit more in terms of accessibility and numbers. A little bit more when it comes to uh, variations with inside the space uh, and accessibility overall. So we're uh, kind of in that search mode right now. Because so. mm-hmm. yeah, I think that. Um as much as I like, I like the space, I want to say, oh, God, it was downtown. Me, a suburban gay. Right? Belt line. I know. <laughs> Still. That's almost gay village. I know, I know. And you know what? I complain. It literally takes me 15 minutes. So I just... But again, then navigating the streets. I hadn't been downtown like for two years because I haven't had to go anywhere. Mm. But I, I know hey, a lot of the gays live downtown. So having it in that kind of location, it does make sense. But yeah, it's, I think, I don't know. I don't want to say that I think it's um, 
like the size to the size wasn't a problem. Um, it was ha- actually having that many big sweaty drunken bears all in like on the dance floor at the same time. There's still room to move. It is still. It was. Good. It is a really good space. Yeah. And, and uh, it's been kind of the homestead for uh, Baracus mm-hmm. for many years. Um, it's uh, they've given us an understanding that May Long Weekend 2023 is not available for rent. So that's gotcha. part of the reason behind the search committee. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. The one thing I'll say that I'll do better is give myself fucking time to get a costume ready. I can't believe what it's like <laughs> at 5 o'clock on a Saturday thinking, oh, my God, I've got to at least give something. Yep. You know, give face, right? Um, and so... Uh, Alex mm-hmm. helped me with a little bit of prosthetic, and I was yeah. able to get something on his face, nowhere else. <laughs> uh, it it on... was not Dirk Diggler <laughs> going on, <laughs> um, and it was uh, you know it was good that way. But you know we hope to be able to kind of give community a theme to start thinking about mm-hmm. already for 2023 uh, in the near future. And with that, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it right this time. I want to like we're even gonna do it. Fucking costume contest. Oh, right? snap. Yeah. So, I mean, I want to see if I can, uh, you know. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Because I think that there is some element um, that we can definitely do more of. And, and watching the guys that already leaned into that in this event. Um, there's uh, Jimmy came as as Lilu in in literally the best white, you know, uh, striped. Yep. And, and orange hair and orange beard. It was kind of... Mm-hmm. Damn, you did it well. Yep. You know, and I want to. I want to. I just want to give more opportunity for people to kind of choose that uh, event Comic Con type of approach yep. to doing stuff. And yeah, I, I, one of my favorite costumes, and it's not not only because I know him and he's a great person, and I'm not going to use his name just because he could make it embarrassed. But he showed up in a Buzz Lightyear outfit. Oh fuck, my Jesus! It was so <laughs> cute. We made fun of him because he's like and the only thing they had was like this boy's extra large. So he's like a, a, a almost six feet tall. So he's a large boy, just like me. But and I think we were joking that because his Buzz Lightyear top looked like my crop top that I had cut myself for that one event that literally my twins were hanging out every single time I lifted my shirt, my arms up. It was just. For him to be able to wear something like that in public, it just it shook me because I would love to have that kind of confidence mm-hmm. and openness and just comfortability with people around me. Mm-hmm. Um, it I was I just couldn't. I, I was flabbergasted, and not because of it's not because of shock and awe with oh my god, why is he wearing that? But I'm like, how could he do that? Because that is so impressive. Mm. It's stuff like that. And everyone that was there, like, that's not the, like, everyone. There was multiple stories like that. Yeah. Of peep guys wearing yeah. stuff that is, like, you know, cut away and scandalous and whatever, whatever. And they didn't fucking care. Yeah. Like, they They're were just up. living their best space life. And I was like, this is, this is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, and I. So yes, um, I, what I will say is, um, so don't be a dumbass. You had enough time to plan out an outfit because everyone else got the memo. You <laughs> just didn't follow the goddamn memo. No, because you're doing I, everything no, else. I, you know, absolutely true. I don't mind being called out. I was also uh, relying a little bit too much on hubby creating mm-hmm. some some board prosthetics for me on our 3D printer at home, and of course neglecting to calibrate how much he also had on his plate you know when it came to production so yeah yeah i know my my issue with all of that would be i would plan out a costume months in advance and then it would be like three days before the venue and i'd be like i don't want to fucking wear this and you want to change everything anyway so i yes always wait to the last minute for everything procrastinate until the end of time because that is how you will get through life kids (laughs) Um, <laughs> um, this is me shaking my head, Terry. This is me shaking my head. I, I, I keep telling people, bad life advice is what I give you. This is mm. why people do not pay me for the things that I say. Um, okay, so with the super blast-off success that was um, Baracus 02, 
22022. That's what I was thinking of. What is what's coming up next? What are what are the events that people can look forward to? We have a roster of events coming up until Brackets 2023. Highlights for the summer will be things like uh, we're going to participate in Gaydies down at Stampede. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, encourage people to kind of go down. We'll gather together in the crowd. Um, so that's on. We uh, always encourage people to go down. Thank you very much. July mm-hmm. 9. Um, we are looking at renting a Stanley Park outdoor swimming pool after hours for a bear swim okay. and barbecue. So you do the barbecue first, then jump in the pool when it's An our hour space. later. Because, hello. When it's our space. Yep. Um, and so we're, we're uh, right now coordinating renting that facility. Uh, we'll do a river float uh, this summer as well, too, once the flood mitigation is... <laughs> Don't do it right now. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll do probably another bear picnic on, and bear beach mm-hmm. uh, together uh, along that lines. Uh, Danny Bruin was our sponsor this year. Love Ben and the guys down there. We're going to do a, a bear, uh, beer bear night mm-hmm. uh, down at Dandy sometime. They've got, uh, they spin vinyl on uh, like Old Rock on uh, particular Tuesdays. Uh, we'll pick one of those and kind of get everyone down there okay. for a little rock and roll and uh, beer and uh, pizza. Uh, and then, of course, we'll wrap up the summer with uh, specifically some prod events. We're thankful that we're getting back to a physical. Don't forget, you're going camping this summer. <gasps> Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That's the big one. Yeah, you were skipping ahead. It's a good thing was. I was paying attention to the brief. Maybe it's because uh, the camp out is planned by our Edmonton brothers. Uh, and I'm doing pride. So, so of course I have an agenda, right? tagging along. Um, yeah. yeah, but absolutely. July 22 to... Oh, God. That weekend. Um, we are going uh, northwest to a private lodge for a three-day Great Canadian Bear camp out. Um, this will be an amazing time. Um, the nice thing is, it is clothing optional, mm-hmm. right? Um, and at the time of year when it's really nice and like the sun's out, this, you know, it's warm and it's, I mean, that kind of idea. So it's, and they've got this beautiful creek flowing through the property. So yes, our great Canadian bear camp out. You will find that information uh, on our website right away. You can already pre-purchase tickets for that. There is limited space on this one because... Okay. The facility physically can only handle so many people. Yeah. So that will be a, you know, if you want to get your tickets early for that one. Uh, but yes, that's our midsummer kind of big event. And then, of course, filtering in all the little stuff uh, weeks throughout the summer. And then the summer caps with Pride. And Pride is still, it, it's up in the air all the time because we still don't know what we're going to, what Pride is going to be doing. But you are planning as far as we know, events. there will be a physical parade mm-hmm. this year. We are putting in our application yep. to do the famous Fab Float yep. uh, to be a part of it. Uh, prior to that, which happens on a Sunday, so on Saturday we do our Pride Barbecue Float Building Time. Uh, but the previous to that Thursday, the pencil marks are right now, or that we'll be holding a dual event for the entire um, Calgary community down at Twisted on Thursday the 1st. Uh, more information to come on that. Okay. God, I'm already exhausted thinking about it. Well, try being on the planet. I know. I <laughs> the fall will be a spattering mm-hmm. of we're going back to doing indoor swims, bowling nights, pub nights. Um, looking at a kink event possibly in the fall. We'll see. Um, and then, of course, uh, the year end, our uh, Christmas party mm-hmm. uh, as well, too. So we do a, we'll do a Christmas uh, dinner and dance yep. uh, as well, too, at the end of the year. And... Uh, then do kind of wash number two, repeat number two from Christmas to the following Baracus with more of those events. And where you find those is on our events calendar. Yeah. So. And it's falalberta.org. It is, yes, Alberta, Alberta. as in bear, A-L-B-E-A-R-T-A-S.org. Whoever thought of it was very smart and it's good, but it's very difficult to roll off the tongue. It makes us constantly need to at least make sure you know that it's spelt. A-L-B-E-A-R-T-A. Yes. Okay, so I think all I want to say is that I very much enjoyed the experience that I had at Baracus and with the Bears. Like I had mentioned, it was a very humbling and definitely rewarding experience just for me to know that there are 
so many people out there that do like they do they understand what my plight is and how I feel in regards to you know my body and that they do they will validate me in ways that I need um, and it was very um, I, I, it was rewarding. I am so glad yes that we have <coughs> a version to it this conversation mm-hmm. to hear that result. Um, I think that um, you know if. Any of your listeners are thinking, I haven't checked them out yet. I want to check them out. Dip your toes into something like coming to the pub with us. You know, that kind of idea. Uh, Like you said, bears are very friendly. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I've always been amused by. You know, uh, bears are never afraid of PDA when it comes to guys walking in. Big hug, big kiss, you know. And I think it's a great way to show everyone around that we're just uh, happy in who we are. But um, it's also an affirmation that, uh, you know, people can just... To be in that space, but also, you know, so, and I also want to clarify that, you know, you and I, we match the, I mean, you and I represent a very obvious demographic of the bear community, but the bear community o- old is... Old sexy people? <laughs> Hello? Uh, there's no, uh, there's no demographic. Like, it is really about being a part of the community and, yeah. and it's about, you know, just uh, getting together. So, uh, I remember Alex's first question about Fab was... Will I fit? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of idea. So, um, and I don't want everyone to think of that aspect yeah. of, of not fitting. So, you know, take a look at the calendar. Take a look at our events. Find something that you can connect with and enjoy in that moment. Come out and meet us. Yeah, well, and I think that's that's just it. Like everyone, everyone that goes to the, these events is somehow they see themselves as represented in the in this community. So I know I was talking to people that were at at Baracus that were <clears throat> thin and fit and like jock-esque that if I was in the real world or if I was in, you know, the club, I would probably not go up to and talk to. No way in hell. Because I would... <sighs> as delightfully charming as you know me to be mm-hmm. i do not like this rejection because mm-hmm. the ich, but they are there for the same reasons i am and they were you know chatting me up flirting with me and i'm like what are you, are you like how drunk are you people is <laughs> like the first thing that i thought of i'm like no this is actually what like they don't like this i'm not a thing to them it's like they're okay with me so I just, um, yes, being uh, being able to let go of that feeling and just being able to talk to people mm. is a good thing. And even looking out on the dance floor and seeing uh, men and boys of all shapes and sizes and ages. And, and ages and colors and everything. They were all there. So I was, um, yes, I was very, very happy about that. Terry, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm glad that you forced me to go. <laughs> One thing about a mic is that I can hold you hostage. Yes, that's exactly it. If I say I if I say I have to do it on the podcast, then Lord Jesus, that is uh, lawfully biding of something that I have to do. So I uh, once again I want to thank my good friend James for showing up and listening to me rant and rave about the uh, me spilling the beans on everything that happened. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to add about? Uh, no, you, I, you, I think not? we've, I mean, technically we've covered a lot of ground, but let me encourage you that it is a space where you're more than welcome. And, you know, it's not about the big events. It's about being a part of the community mm-hmm. and uh, come out and hang out. Oh, that's actually one thing that I did want to say before I, uh, my uh, bout of the croup. Is that one of the ones I haven't <laughs> actually said before? <laughs> um, my whooping cough. Um is yes, don't you don't have to go to this the huge events in order to start meeting people. Um, like you said, you we you had the like even the board game nights or yep. the bear eats or um, like any of the pub bowling, nights, swimming. It's a lot easier just to sometimes meet someone or a group when there's an activity to do. Yep. So that way, it's not you're not forced to make conversation you can just turn away and say oh my cap's here no it's ah. oh my god it's my turn to bowl 
to shoot this puck down the lane, however you sport. I don't know. So it's... Um, you know, I, I realized one note, forgot to mention, Yeah, is that the event was a success in Good. raising funds. Good. Right? I'm so glad it was. And, um, you know, from that perspective, um, Brackus gives us an opportunity to give back. Um, some people might look at the ticket price and think, huh? But a I lot of that price, a lot of that price goes towards back into community, and we're very happy to be a charity supporter of mm-hmm. some very worthy causes. So, okay, um, I, I think the people that I just I'm gonna as as an aside and my own personal thing, people that look at ticket prices and be like, "Ooh, poo poo," have no idea how much things actually cost in the real world. <laughs> Well, not only did we cover our overhead, but we raised money for Yeah, things. like, they don't know how much all of the uh, bricks-and-mortar places cost to rent, and how it, much it costs well, to do all And literally the stuff. hundreds, if not thousands, of hours of yes. volunteer time that people put into and we, doing and it that we're not contracting them. Volunteer, yep. so that means they're probably not getting paid. Yep. Um, and then even the, the idea that... Uh, of stuff going forward, because that's what all these fun this a fundraiser is for, mm-hmm. is to be able to do these things at a lower cost to you, the individual, and actually be able to do as as a functional board and yep. be able to do stuff. So, Thank you. Um, yes, anyone that says that no, mm-mm. screw that. That is oh. like two of your admissions to a certain club in the city that um, that goes right into their pockets, kids. So that's all I'm saying about that. And um, I'm going to uh, sign off. Uh, I'll probably be stuck going to some kind of event with you sometime in the future. Now that we're, you know, best friends and we get along so well. Uh, And then I will just tell everyone what's going on. But until then, I uh, I guess it's just me signing off. So uh, cheers, sluts. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Gay Agenda. Don't forget you can follow us all on the tweets, the instas, and on the Facebooks at The Gay Agenda YYC. If you like what we had to say, please like, comment, subscribe, leave a review, all that fun jazz. Thanks for listening, kids. Bye. Bye. Love and light, bitches.